the assassin. You know I break necks, call me Jack Tate. I have no regrets while your life is fading. I'm a crazy fuck equivalent to Satan. When I'm behind the mic, I feel like the greatest. You know I break necks, call me Jack Tate. I have no regrets while your life is fading. I'm a crazy fuck equivalent to Satan. When I'm behind the mic, I feel like the greatest. What up, y'all? You're listening to Sports Talk with Trop, and I'm your host, Katie Trop. Uh, well, those Monday night football games actually turned out to be pretty interesting. I thought both of them were going to be ass whoopings. Uh, turned out we got uh, two game-winning drives from the teams I did not expect to win. So let's start off with uh, the uh, Tennessee Titans at the Miami Dolphins. Now, uh, one thing that happened with the Dolphins is that uh, Tyreek Hill was injured in the first half of the game. And... He played a very, very minimal amount in the second half of the game. So in my personal opinion, um, I I already had said that I believe Tyreek Hill is the MVP of the league right now. Um, And if he eclipses 2,000 yards, which who knows if that's going to happen now because he's he's injured, um, expected to play this week, but still injured. Um, But if he eclipses 2,000 yards, in my opinion, he's 100% the MVP of the league. Um, And uh, this game, in my opinion, just uh, proves that a little bit more because uh, the Dolphins lost. Uh, the Tennessee Titans actually got the win, 28-27. to 27. And while, the, you know, the beginning of the game actually did not start out well for the, for the Dolphins um, offensively, they actually did end up defensively uh, getting a, um, uh, uh, an interception for a touchdown. But offensively, they were very, it, it was like they were kind of playing in the mud. It was just very slow. They were very off. And it was even before Tyreek Hill uh, was injured that they had some issues. But in my opinion, the fact that he was injured and just they did not play well after he was injured. Got to say, Tyreek Hill, the MVP, that's my vote still. But, uh, but you know, to turn it to the other side of the ball, Tennessee balled out. First of all, rookie Will Levis This guy, when he plays, he plays. He went 23 for 38, 327 yards and a touchdown. Um, This guy, he had a couple of runs where he just, like, smashed motherfuckers. And he's a quarterback. Um, But he's built built pretty big. So, uh, but still, I mean, you're a quarterback. You shouldn't be taking people on like that. But he does. And uh, he just had a couple of games. He had had to uh, drive the Titans down the field twice because they were down uh, 14 with, I think, two minutes ago. I think four minutes ago, something like that. Um, but, um, he was able to drive them down the field twice and, uh, then drive them down for the game winning, uh, drive. And then, uh, Derrick Henry had two touchdowns as well. Uh, but Deandre Hopkins, uh, had one of his best games of the season, 124 yards and a touchdown. And, uh, he was given Will Levis the seal of approval after this game. That's for sure. And the Titans defense is what really, really held it down. Not only did their offense do its job, but the defense, had five sacks on the day, really frustrated Tua, had him running for his life or on his back or just, it just was not a good game offensively for the Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans took care of business and got the shocking win in Miami. Then we had the New York, or then we had the Green Bay Packers at the New York Giants and uh, third string quarterback, Tommy DeVito, takes the Giants down the field on the game winning drive and uh, the Giants end up getting the win 24 to 22. 
Um, this was a very slow moving game, though. It was not a good game at all, other than pretty much the game winning drive, um, because neither team could get any offense going. I mean, this was one of the worst games I've ever seen Saquon Barkley play. He'd still ended up with a couple of touchdowns, but the guy could not get one yard. There were multiple times where it was like third and one, fourth and one. And not only did he not get it, but he wasn't even close. He was stopped like a yard behind the line. So that was just one of the weirdest and worst games I've ever seen from Saquon Barkley. Um, but, uh, you know, good for Tommy DeVito. He, uh, he, you know, he's the third stringer. And uh, he comes right in and uh, he just, he ripped the Packers hard out right there on the field. Um, and, y you know, the Packers, they are what they are. They're not like a great team, but they're not a terrible team. So I'm not really shocked that they lost, but uh, I, I mean, they're probably uh, pretty upset with themselves that they let a third string uh, quarterback uh, get the game winning drive like that. But uh, ended up uh, two good games when I really thought they were going to be two terrible games. Uh, so moving on to the top 10 NFL power rankings, a uh, little bit of movement here. Uh, going to be talking about a couple of teams at the bottom here. Uh, but for the most part, it's uh, the same usual suspects because, you know, we are in that, uh, that last push for the playoffs. And so pretty much everybody who's there is there. It's just the kind of the bottom teams that are basically just going to be moving around uh, wins with the wins and the losses. But for the most part, this is what we got. So uh, the top 10 NFL power rankings this week, uh, beginning with number one, uh, the uh, the typical number one, that would be the San Francisco 49ers. Overall record of 10-3. and three. They are on a five-game winning streak right now. They are actually the first team to clinch a playoff spot as well. Uh, they're the most complete team in the league, most talented team in the league. Uh, they've been ripping everybody's hearts out each and every week. I mean, it hasn't even been close since that three-game losing streak. And even before the three-game losing streak, it's still their wins have been just complete and utter blowouts. Um, you know, you got Brock Purdy having an amazing season. Debo Samuel, this guy has been on some ever since he came back from uh, injury. You got Kittle, who's busting out these last this last month or so. And then, of course, the defense is holding it down. So, I mean, and they're extremely well coached uh, with some of the greatest schemes offensively, for sure. So uh, nobody else could be number one, at least at this point in uh, the season. Then at number two on my top 10 NFL power rankings, my Dallas Cowboys. Moving on up, we are the NFC East number one ranked team right now. And so uh, that bumps you up there because the Cowboys are also on a five-game winning streak. They are 10-3, and three, so the two longest winning streaks in the league right now by the 49ers and the Cowboys, both five wins straight. Thing I'm loving about the Cowboys, though, is they are great at all three phases of the game. Offensively, Dak is playing amazing. Uh, C.D. Lamb playing amazing. Uh, the ground attack is finally starting to get going. You've got Ferguson, who's who's been, uh, you know, he started off the season very, very shaky, dropping a lot of passes. But uh, ever since that Niners game, he's really, really turned on, and he's become just a great He's just been he's just been money lately, and then of course uh, turning to the defensive side of things, we've got Micah Parsons, of course, we've got Demarcus Lawrence, of course, we got Deron Bland, and then of course you got the old man Gilmore back there. Uh, I mean he 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 balled out in the last game, and he finally was able to really get noticed. But if you've actually look at what Gilmore's done all season, he's 
put together a very solid season. It's just because he doesn't get a lot of interceptions. He's just a quiet hunter, basically. But, uh, I mean, he's locked it down every single game. It's just that the last game, he finally was able to uh, get a turnover. And, of course, he was guarding A.J. Brown, and he was in his face all night. So, uh, so it was great to see him bust out like that. Um, but, you know, uh, the defense playing great. And then, of course, the special teams. They are also playing great as well. I mean, not only have they had a couple of blocked punts this season, but the field goal kicker is uh, he's he's that secret weapon. I feel like when it comes down to it in the playoffs, it's probably going to come down to him in, in at least one of the games that we play. And uh, that could, if, if you ask me, I'm all about it. I mean, the, the dude can hit a 60-yarder. And uh, he seems to be getting more and more confident as the weeks go on, so... I'm liking what I see from the Cowboys right now, and they've beat a couple of good teams along the way. Uh, they do have a couple of, uh, they, I mean, the season does not, the next four games, all going to be tough. So uh, uh, I think they're ready for it, though, and they're playing great. Then at number three on my top 10 NFL power rankings, the Baltimore Ravens, overall record of 10-3. and three. This is another team that is playing fantastic in all three phases of the game. Offensively, Lamar Jackson, he's having a phenomenal season. Their ground attack, the best in the game. But now you've got Odell Beckham Jr. and Zay Flowers, the two wide receivers, really, really starting to bust out and get a couple. They're getting 100 yards apiece each game and uh, catching touchdowns and making some big, big plays. So they're getting hot at the right time defensively, one of the best in the league. They've pretty much led, led the league in sacks the majority of the year. And um, they get takeaways. They, they just are really solid defensively. And then, of course, on special teams, not only do they have the best kicker in the league and the most reliable kicker in the league who's proved his reliability through many, many, many seasons now, um, but they also just won a game with a punt return. So, I mean, they're, they're great at all three phases of the game. And uh, I just kind of feel like the AFC is very, very weak other than the Ravens. I kind of feel like the Ravens, if they just keep playing the way they play um, and uh, they, they win their division, get the number one overall seed, uh, I pretty much see the Ravens head into the Super Bowl, at least for the AFC side of things, because I feel like they are head and shoulders above every single team in the AFC including the Kansas City Chiefs. Then at number four in my top 10 NFL power rankings, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Overall record of 10-3. and three. They have suffered two really bad losses in a row to two good teams, by the way. Um, but they were not close. They were ass kickings. And uh, their defense starting to get exposed right now. Uh, their offense, not what it used to be. They are, they are turning the ball over a lot. But still... They can't fall that far. I mean, really, the rest of the teams are very questionable. In, in my personal opinion, as a matter of fact, the only, right now, the only reliable teams playing the best football right now that I feel like are actual Super Bowl contenders are my top three, with the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Ravens. Those are the only two, those are the only three teams I believe in right now to actually win the Super Bowl, because so far, all the rest of the teams are falling apart at the, the wrong time of year, and those three are actually hot and great at all three phases of the game. And they don't play scared either. They actually play really tough. They play really hard. And then you got the Eagles, who usually do that, but they've, they've just been getting by for the majority of the season, and uh, they seem to be losing their edge. We'll see what happens with the rest of the, the, rest of the schedule. I mean, they do have a, a couple of clunkers headed their way, so, so I would not be shocked to see them get back to the number one spot. But 
for right now, they are suffering a two-game ass-kicking losing streak in a row, and uh, they seem to be falling apart at the wrong time of the year. Then at number five on my top 10 NFL power rankings, the Kansas City Chiefs, overall record of eight and five. And uh, speaking of another team falling apart, they have now lost three of their last four games. And uh, this team, speaking of not what they used to be, this is them. Uh, they, you can tell that they are starting to get frustrated, especially on the offensive side of the ball, because lots of receivers are dropping passes. Receivers are lining up offsides. Um, there's other bonehead penalties that they've had. <clears throat> and uh, turnovers have been an issue. They are not good in the red zone anymore. And another thing, they don't score quick. It used to be that thing where it's like, uh, if there's 55 seconds left on the clock, well, that's plenty of time for the Chiefs to score because they used, used to be able to score in 15 seconds. Well, that just does not happen anymore. That has not been their offense at all this season. And they keep, they keep trying to, to speak it into existence that eventually they're going to find their way, but they have yet to do that, and they keep getting more and more frustrated as the season goes on. And uh, while the, you, yes, they're number five, but that's just because everybody else below them is is worse off, in my opinion. Plus, they've been, they know how to win in the playoffs. They know how to win in the Super Bowl, so you can't discredit that. I mean, they still have Mahomes, who's best quarterback in the league. Um, so, you can't take that away from them, but at the same time, you can't just keep fucking up every single week and um, losing these really tough games, and they just don't look as good as they used to. So I think they're also falling apart at the wrong wrong time, but uh, still, still ranked at five because they still get that respect because they are the defending champs. Then at number six on my top 10 NFL power rankings, another team that is falling apart, the Detroit Lions, overall record of nine and four. Uh, they are really starting to get exposed on the defensive side of the ball. Also, offensively, turnovers start, are starting to become an issue here. And But defensively, that secondary is just getting blown up. And they're just starting to fall apart at the wrong, wrong point in the season. And they're losing to not really good teams. I mean, they just got blown out by the Bears, who almost beat them earlier in the season. So starting to uh, see the cracks with the Lions uh, right now at this current point in the season. Then at number seven on my top 10 NFL power rankings, the Miami Dolphins, overall record of nine and four. I pretty much said I don't really believe in them all season long. Well, their loss to the Tennessee Titans does not help their case much more, but still they have a fantastic offense. So I still expect them to make the playoffs. Wouldn't be shocked, as a matter of fact, if they actually made the championship game because they do have an explosive offense. And if they catch fire. They're going to be extremely difficult for any team to keep up with. So they still get respect on the offensive side of the ball, but still they, they just have had these really dumb losses. They have yet to be a really good team yet. And uh, they also are falling apart at the wrong point in the season. Then at number eight on my top 10 NFL power rankings, the Cleveland Browns overall record of eight and five. Not only did I not think I'd be discussing them in the, the drop 10 at this point in the season, but I'm discussing them with Joe Flacco as their starting quarterback. I mean, who would have thought Joe Flacco goes from uh, backing up the last like five years and, uh, you know, he was out of the league to what uh, he's basically been sitting on his couch up until the last couple of weeks. And then the Browns, they got in there, uh, all their, their quarterbacks injured and they had to hit up Flacco put him on the practice squad, threw him out there in these last couple of games. He's 
thrown for over 300 yards, uh, and he just is lighting people up. Who knows if it's going to last, but how crazy would it be to see Joe Flacco in the uh, the playoffs? And he just straight off the couch, Flacco, to the playoffs. That would be crazy. But uh, not only is he playing well right now, but uh, the defense is what's really been holding it down for the Browns all season long. They've had a top five defense from start to finish, and that's all thanks to Miles Garrett. Uh, he's got um, four uh, four forced fumbles on the season, four fu- uh, a fumble return. He's and he's got 13 sacks on the season, and he's just been a monster in on basically every defensive play there is. And um, this is why the Browns are eight and five. This is why they're we're even still discussing them because offensively, it's been it's been a. I mean, not only have they had issues with the quarterback position, but uh, you know they lost Nick Chubb weeks ago, and that is their offense. I'm sorry, months ago was when they lost him. So he's been out for a long ass time too. So offensively, this team's been struggling, but defensively, there's been zero questions about them. And so, uh, yeah, they're actually uh, playing pretty well, right in line for a playoff spot. And uh, who would have thought we'd be talking about Joe Flacco at this time of year. And don't forget, Joe Flacco's pretty damn good in the playoffs. So uh, who knows if he's still got it, but uh We'll see what happens with the uh, the rest of the month for the, the Cleveland Browns. Then at number nine on my top 10 NFL, NFL power rankings, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Overall record of 8-5, and five, and this is another team that is falling apart at the wrong time of the year, and their defense is now starting to get exposed as well. Um, they just, it's, it's so weird, because this last loss, you can't blame it really on the Trevor Lawrence um, ankle injury. Uh, to me, I looked at that defense, and they just got tore up. And they've been getting torn up um, these last couple of games, even in a couple of wins. They've been getting exposed just a bit. So who knows if that's going to be a problem for them along the way. They should win their division because the other teams behind them, the Colts and the and the Texans, they seem to be treading water, but they're just not that legit, and they're just not that good. So the Jags should still hang on to the division lead. But um, it's they just don't look as dominant as they they did uh, about a month or two ago. And then rounding out the top ten NFL power rankings this week, I have the Denver Broncos overall record of seven and six, and this team is just rolling. It's crazy that they went they started the season off one and five, and you know they're not really blowing anybody out of the water. But they're getting wins uh, defensively. They've really turned it around. I mean, the defense was terrible. I mean. You got to remember, this team gave up over 70 points to the Dolphins at the beginning of the season. So they got completely embarrassed, and now they've really turned it around and are a huge reason why they keep winning. But also another reason why they keep winning is Russell Wilson. He's got 2,609 yards on the season, 23 touchdowns and eight interceptions. He's really kept the turnovers to a minimum. He's really been um, um, excelling in the red zone. And uh, the Broncos just keep winning. And uh they're right behind the Chiefs. They're only a game behind the Chiefs for the division. Um, I still expect the Chiefs to win the division, but hey, who would have thought the Broncos starting one and five would be here, um, even a discussion in the playoffs, let alone for their division. So good for them. And especially because, you know, this is a good jump off point for them for next season as well. So the way I look at it is that if the Broncos make some, uh, some moves this offseason, which I expect them to, because Sean Payton is their coach, they're probably going to be a pretty damn good team next year if they keep this up. Now, I, I don't like to skip ahead to next year, but I'm just saying uh, the Broncos should, uh, they're 
they're uh, projecting uh, in the right direction, in my opinion. All right, and so uh, since we only have four games left on the season, here is how the playoff picture is looking right now. For the AFC, the number one seed is the Baltimore Ravens, number two, Miami Dolphins, number three, Kansas City Chiefs, number four, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So those are the division leaders right now. Wild card spots, we've got number five, the Cleveland Browns, number six, the Pittsburgh Steelers, number seven, the Indianapolis Colts, and then we have uh, the Houston Texans, the Denver Broncos, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Buffalo Bills all on the outside looking in, but uh, the Steelers... The Colts, the Heat, the Texans, the Broncos, the Bengals, and the Bills are all tied at 7-6. and six. It's just right now uh, the way the tiebreakers break down the Steelers and the Colts have the tiebreakers. But, I mean, you take a look at that bottom, half, bottom portion there of the wild card, really any of those teams could sneak in. I kind of feel like the Steelers, I've, I've felt like this for a while now, uh, just because their offense is just awful. I feel like the Steelers, they're gonna they're gonna take a t- they already have been tumbling, but they're about to tumble out of the playoffs. The Colts just hanging on, but I still think they have a chance. Texans, who knows? I I, I wouldn't be shocked if they just miss out because they're they're just not ready yet. Uh Broncos, I think out of all of them, I kind of feel like they're de- they're gonna be one of the last ones in. The Bengals. Don't count them out. Um, you know, even though there's no Burrow, they actually are playing really, really well right now. We'll see if they're they're able to maintain that uh, for the next four games. And then, of course, the Bills are another team where they obviously are good enough to um, grab one of those last wild card spots for sure. And then, of course, you know the Dolphins. They're not getting any impressive wins, so who knows what's going to happen with them. They could give up that division lead to the Bills at any point. I don't expect them to, but who knows? They could, but I mean, the uh, the AFC playoffs, especially those wild card spots, wide open right now. And then in the NFC, number one seed is the San Francisco 49ers. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. That was a huge win they got this weekend over the Eagles to just shoot them up there in the uh, playoff rankings. Number three, the Detroit Lions, and number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so those are the uh, four division leaders right now. And the wild card spots are held down. The number five spot, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number six spot, the Minnesota Vikings. Number seven, the Green Bay Packers. And then on the outside looking in right now, we've got the Los Angeles Rams, the Seattle Seahawks, Atlanta Falcons, and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, right now, the Vikings are seven and six, and then the Packers, Rams, Seattle, the Falcons, and the Saints are all six and seven right now. So those last couple of playoff spots in the wild card, plus uh, the NFC East, don't know who's going to win that yet between the Cowboys and the Eagles. And then you've got the uh, the NFC South, of course. You got the Bucks, the uh, the Falcons, and the Saints all in it right now. So um, anything can happen, and uh, we got four games left on this schedule, and we've got some doozies too. I mean, we've get we've. We still have like Niners versus the Ravens coming up. We've got the Cowboys versus the Bills coming up. I mean, there's some like legit matchups coming up um, this next month of football. So um, these playoffs are probably going to be changing each and every week. And uh, got to love it because that's what football is all about. And then switching over to uh, week 15 and uh, Thursday night football. Oh, we have us a terrible, terrible game. Um, it is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Right now, the Raiders are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Hopefully, somebody could score some offense in this. My final score actually does. Uh, it, it's pretty decent. But, I mean, judging from what these two teams have done the last couple of weeks, I mean, 
the Raiders just lost to the Vikings last week, three to nothing. And the Chargers just beat the New England Patriots two weeks ago, six to nothing. Chargers did lose Justin Herbert for the rest of the season, their quarterback. He uh, broke a finger on his, uh, his throwing hand, and he ended up having surgery yesterday, and it was announced he is out for the rest of the season. So the Chargers, I didn't really think they even had a shot at the playoffs. They, I pretty much counted them out the last month. Uh, they just look terrible. Um, so, I mean, him, him being out probably won't make a difference, uh, but it does make a difference in this game just because uh, now it's like, ugh, who's going to win? How is this going to turn out? Is anybody going to score? I'm hoping people score in this one. Now, I'm I'm leaning towards the Raiders in this one just because I don't know. Uh, I've never seen the Chargers um, backup quarterback. I believe his last name is Stick. So I've never seen this dude play before. So I have no idea what to expect from him. Also, the Chargers have just not been a good team. Uh, defensively, they've really stepped it up, especially with Khalil Mack. Um, he's, he's just been sacking quarterbacks like it ain't no thing but outside of him the Chargers have nothing good going on and on the offensive side of the ball even prior to Justin Herbert getting injured tons of questions over there so I'm looking at the Raiders like I guess I'm gonna take the Raiders you are at home I'm not really jazzed up about taking them though just because they just lost three to nothing to the crappy ass Vikings nonetheless you know so I'm going Raiders just because no Herbert's on the uh, the other side of the ball. And I've got the Raiders somehow managing um, 20 points and the Chargers somehow managing 10 points. So, yeah, I've got the Raiders winning 20 to 10 in uh, Thursday night football's matchup. So uh, that is uh, football talk for today. Enjoy the rest of the week of sports, and I will talk to you all on Friday.